love you guys. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I feel like I'm an expert on Antonio Brown. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We're getting it twisted because you just accused Tom Brady of running a scam through his train. Unless you think it was the Bucks plan. It's not Brady, it's the Bucks who brought Alex Guerrero in because they do have him. The Rich Eisen Show. Standing on the sideline. Earlier on the show. NFL Network Insider Ian Rappaport. Coming up. Rams linebacker Von Miller. Sneaky good games. And Packers running back A.J. Dillon. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial to have a conversation. Von Miller of the Los Angeles Rams coming up in this hour in about 20 minutes time. And then hour number three, we've got ourselves a fun conversation with A.J. Dillon on tap of the Green Bay Packers. Packers have the proverbial nothing to play for. That's going to be a fascinating development right there. It looks like the, everyone's going to play, I think. Um, just give a – have him break his sweat a little bit and get him out of really? here. Really? Why, though? I don't understand the point. Here's the deal, man. I, I, I it, you think Aaron Rodgers needs reps? It's the annual <laughs> – you know ru- I mean? no, it's the annual rust versus rest conversation. It's every year one team is in this position, and it used to be teams were in this position with like three weeks to go. And then the NFL, you know what the NFL did? The NFL's like, screw it. We're going to just jam half of the division battle schedule in the last couple weeks of the season. So we're going to guarantee ourselves of some important games needing to be played. That was born out of, do you remember the Colts took a knee on the undefeated season? That let the Jets in the playoffs one year. They took a knee against the Jets in like week 16, week 15. And the Jets beat them. They lost their undefeated season. And the Jets, that's that's one way the Jets got in the play. I don't think the Jets were <laughs> beat Peyton Manning in Indianapolis with them undefeated. He took a knee on that. I think that was uh, brought to you. That was a that was a Bill Polian um, presentation for you. But I, I, I think there is some value in making sure that Rodgers' first action uh, what would that be? Like, look at the calendar right now. So the Patriots, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the Packers first playoff game is going to be what? Like um, either January 16th or 17th? Yeah, well, two weeks. Well, what's the, what's the actual date? Well, I was looking up the Colts and when they. I don't worry about that. I'm, I'm, pro, I'm, I'm right around there. So it'd be either the 15th or the 16th, right? No, that no, that that would be the twenty second. I mean, the week after, it'd be two weeks. So the twenty second or twenty third is when the next Packers game would be after this one, right? So if they just sit him because they just need him to rest and they don't want to run any risk, he'll go from January second to January twenty second without playing a football game. No, no, and obviously he's going to be fine. It'll be yeah, it doesn't matter to a guy like Aaron Rodgers. No, but there's got to be some sort of rhythm that you need it might you know i don't know you know who knows rogers if i'm the floor i'm like what do you want to do you tell me how you feel you tell me that's it gotta let that toe heal because with joe burrow you know you can go from you know a january 2nd all the way through to january 16th that's just like a bye week Right. Sit him down. You don't play him. 
you know, if you're if you're any team that's going to play the first weekend of, of of the playoff season and you're done right now, I would sit somebody. But with that extra bye week, that actually gets it. Like what? I, I don't know. Play Rogers a couple series. He's smart enough to just get rid of it. Don't take the hit. I don't think he'll you know, intentional grounding is better than taking a hit in a meaningless game. He'll probably campaign to at least get a series. You're right. I think that's what you're going to see. And again, these are the conversations we're going to have about week 18 when it's all said and done is like, was it worth it? Well, the answer from the NFL and the players association, I imagine, because they do get, you know, a share of the pot here is the extra week jacking up the cost of a game uh, rights fee. And I think I saw something that uh, virtually every top rated program on television out of the top 100, 80% were football games. Yep. And how many of those were Cowboys games? Just out of curiosity. Okay. Oh, I'll find it. <laughs> a lot. In the Super Bowl? Not a lot. Oh, how so, Again, that's going to be part of the conversation about week 18. Is it worth it? Who gets hurt? How good was the action? You know, there's two playoff spots in the AFC up for grabs and everything else is seeding. And in the NFC, there's one playoff spot up for grabs and everything else is seeding. And also a division is up for grabs in the NFC. You know, technically a division's up for grabs in the AFC with the East, you know. But I think the Bills are going to take care of the Jets. Wouldn't that be remarkable? Who's going to be the one that gets just stunned? Is it the Rams? Who would be more, more, one more uh, stunning upset? The Rams losing to the 49ers and Trey Lance, although Jimmy Garoppolo looked like Jimmy, according to them? Or obviously the Jets are not going to go into Western New York and win that one. Come on now. You never Bills know. are going to just spank them. What's more, what's more, I, I what's more say, likely? Jaguars. That's the one. Or Jets. Jaguars, because they're home. Jaguars, because the Colts haven't won there since 2014. I don't know. Jonathan Taylor is going to just run down their throat. The U-Haul is already backed up there in Jacksonville. See you later. All right. The seven most watched programs of 2021 are all football games. One Cowboy game. Kickoff from this season. Uh, the rest are playoff games from last year, including the Super Bowl, number one. Uh, numbers 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. All football games. <laughs> wow. So there's a bunch of NFL records that's um, up for grabs this weekend because there's another game, okay? There's another game. There's some single-season milestones that Cooper Cup, two of them, he can go grab against the 49ers. He needs 12 catches and 136 yards. 12 for 136 sounds like a Cooper Cup game, right? It sure does. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve. If he goes twelve for one hundred thirty-six, he breaks Michael Thomas's single-season receptions record and Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yards record. Wow. Tom Brady, right now, has in his sights. Okay, and Seitz is doing a you know a little bit of a heavy lift here because he needs 488 yards, albeit against Carolina. 488 yards against Carolina, and he would break Peyton Manning's single-season record for passing yards. 
Tom Brady right now is five yards shy of a 5,000-yard season. Dude, he's got 40 touchdowns right now. 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 Not with the extra game coming. No. Now. Right now. Which is what he had last year. And then there's the the Strahan sack record that we've talked about earlier this week that T.J. Watt can go get with a game with a sack and a half of of whoever the Ravens wind up starting. Tyler Huntley. It is going to be him, right? Been announced, yeah. And so, you know, T.J. Watt, man, um, there's no asterisk on that because – how many games has he played this year? Just he's missed a couple too. Seems like he's played about eight, but yeah, he's, take a look, he's <laughs> missed a few. Take games. a look at that while I yeah. read you this record, okay? This is from my colleagues at the NFL Network. TJ Watts played fourteen games. Thank you. So that that one, there's no asterisk on. I don't think so. Well, what about well, the other ones? Week, I'll just get on. Let me get this last one out about Brady. He's ten yards shy of five thousand. Pardon me. He would be the oldest player to lead the NFL in either passing yards or passing touchdowns in a single season. He's going to get that. (laughs) Brady would be the first player in NFL history to lead the NFL in yards or touchdowns in either pass, rush or receiving, while also being the league's oldest active player. No one's ever led in any of those categories as the league's act, oldest active player. Any of them. And he's about to do it in both yards and touchdowns for the pass. And uh, if he gets the 10 yards against Carolina, and he will, probably with one swing of his arm, he would join Drew Brees as the only quarterbacks in NFL history with multiple seasons of 5,000 or more passing yards in their career. And this is already a week after Brady put in the bag in the freezer, joining Breeze as the only players in NFL history with 40 or more passing touchdowns in consecutive seasons, and Brady did it that as a 43 and a 44-year-old. If Brady does it, if Cup does it, do you have a problem with that being the all-time record? Absolutely not. T.J. Jefferson, do you have that problem with being an all-time record? No, I mean, look, you play the games in front of you, and that's just what it is because right if, if that were the case then we'd still be talking about how oj simpson has the rushing record because he the, rushed for 2,000 yards in only a 14 game season which in my opinion is one of the most impressive things in nfl history but we don't talk about that we because talk, it's years later because it's been that, four yeah, years yeah years later and some other things that happen oh, well, that, no. you know, don't let <laughs> i'm just talking about strictly football but yes yes so we don't talk about that but it was a 14 game season back then and this happens all the time. We went from 14 games to 16 games. Now it's 16 games to 17 games. It is what it is. You play the games, and here we go. These are the records. Uh, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the only you way know, you can I really mean, look at it. Well, because uh, that's the way it's going to be from now on. Yeah. At, but I will be an old school guy that's going to take me a few years to accept sure. it. Sure, totally. It's going to take me a few years to accept it, that, that these guys had the extra spot to try and surpass it. You know, Rich. But these are the records that we'll be talking about for years to come anyway, right? Be ahead of the curve, man. I wonder what people think. You can call us at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. What do you Look, think, Don't sir? be the old school cat who takes years to accept it. Get ahead of the curve. Get ahead of this. Just like NFTs and stuff. Don't wait till the train's already <laughs> running. Get aboard. Don't, don't be like, ah, it's going to take some time. Just uh, accept I'm, it now. Start pushing that forward instead of being the old school cat. I'm sorry. I, I mean, it's just going to take take a while for me and there's only certain things that I can just 
you know, try to be cool about. You know, I already talked about at your guys' behest about. Antonio Brown bringing a toilet liquor up the uh, well, toilet seat I, liquor I up, up, to up, up the elevator. First of all, that was that was that was You know, I've already, I've already, I've already, you know, needed to basically Bathe your, take a so- shot of Novocaine to my head <laughs> to do something like that. Well, just to bring us back though, Rich, like Major League Baseball did this for so many years with Roger Maris. I know that. They, they slapped yeah. the asterisk on 61. Yeah, that sucked. And that sucked. It was awful. And it was terrible to Roger Maris and his he family and the spirit of Major League Baseball. And to do that to some of these guys, Cooper Cup, if that happens, like that would be so unfair to him and what. Cup he, says he doesn't consider it though. Like he. he well, he, he'll he, come around once. Uh, 12 for a buck 36 is entirely possible. I mean, how many times has he done that this year? Probably a handful, well, right? with the Google in front of you. I'm the one who's oh, trying the to host the program. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you know, I, I had him in fantasy for a few games, and I can tell you that he did it quite often. Yeah. Before it, you traded him, right? <laughs> Before I traded him. It would be him, a disservice yeah. to these guys if they do break that. these records, like T.J. Watt, which he should get anyway because the way Michael Strahan got it was such BS. Yeah, you can't but, say anything about T.J. because he's missed – four or five games, yes, right? but he does have the extra week to, to go get it. There that, are that's rookie, kind of the point. There are rookie milestones at risk as well here. Um, Jalen Waddle can break Anquan Bolden's single-season record for most receptions in a season by a rookie. All he's got to do is catch three against the Patriots. Um, Jamar Chase needs 45 receiving yards to break the all-time rookie record by Bill Groman, who, oh. by the way, was... A six-year player in the AFL, 1960 is when he did it. That was the inception inaugural season of the Houston Oilers. He did it in fewer than 16 games, so Jamar's going to get it three more to try and grab Pat, catch him. And he only needs 12 yards for the Bengals' all-time record. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, who probably is not going to play, he's got 59 yards shy of Mike Ditka's receiving yards record by a rookie tight end. How about Ditka? With a 1,000-yard season. By the way, and I bet Mike did that in 14 games, yes. too, probably. And Javon Curse's rookie sack record, that's going to stay, right? Is Parsons back from the COVID list? They're going to really no, play I him. Parsons I think they're going to sit him I think out, he's man. Sitting, yeah. He's two sacks shy of Javon Curse's rookie record. That, the freak. Yeah. A 14 and a half. By the way, Cooper Cup has had 10 or more catches five times this season, but he's only had over 12 once. So Okay. Did the Rams feed him? I don't think they're in that position, though, to start talking about records. I think the Niners make that a tough game, man. But he gets targeted, you know, 13, 15. Well, I mean, just you know, automatically. You know, so, yeah. I know. Yeah. I'd I, look for it. I think it's going to happen, obviously. Well, as for the Rams getting set for the 49ers, uh, a chat with Von Miller when we come back. We have not spoken to him since he's uh, gone from Denver to Los Angeles. How is he adjusting? Is he ready? Does he feel comfortable? What about this Rams run compared to to his Super Bowl season in Denver. That's next on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on our radio, we're talking about last night's Knicks Celtics game. Oh, I, would have I mean, Tatum with that, by the way, it was Duke on Duke when Tatum went on Went went to the Barrett. rack against R.J. Barrett yeah. to like put them up. Laugh. No, to tie the game. To tie, tie, the, game. tie the game. I won it overtime. Yeah, me too. I would have loved to have been next to Ben Lyons when R.J. Barrett hit that. Nobody loves R.J. Barrett the way Ben Lyons <laughs> loves R.J. Barrett. Was Barrett uh, was Ben at the game? Do you know? Was he, do you I don't. Know? I don't think so. I don't, I don't he think was so. at the game the night before. Yeah. He was at the <laughs> he was at the Antonio Brown game. Yeah, he was and, at the Antonio uh, Brown Nets game too. Was he cheering him? I don't know, no, but he, he, would, he had him on his Instagram yeah, recording him walking in. Yeah. He's the one that told us everybody was cheering. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, he, he, I, I want to love anything the way Ben Lyons loves R.J. Barrett. Barrett. Hey, man, R.J. Barrett. Barrett Here's the deal. R.J. Barrett is the key. I know we talk about Randall and we talk about the rest of that team. R.J. Barrett's the key. He's good. If he becomes Tatum great, all-star great, Baby, look out. that's it. That's, for the, that, that's what the Knicks need right there. Right now they're nineteen and twenty, and the Celtics fall to eighteen and twenty. They don't have any outside shooting at all. Nope. Zero. What's going on there? Zero. What the hell? <laughs> they, they need me. They need me to just stand in the corner and shoot threes. It's brutal. The defense will respect you more than they disrespect others. Is that what you're saying? I think they would leave me open, make me prove it to hit I a think few so. shots. Yeah. Maybe like, look at this guy. Cash. That was fun last night. That was a fun game last night. Not fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, sorry. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. When I finished yesterday's show, I went home. I flipped on my computer, and I had a Zoom chat with one of the greats in the game. Super Bowl 50 MVP Von Miller right here on the Rich Eisen Show. 
Joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show, getting set for the season finale in SoFi Stadium against the San Francisco 49ers for his new team, the Los Angeles Rams, is the man who is the MVP of Super Bowl 50, a perennial pro bowler and all pro now with the Rams. He is Von Miller. How are you doing, Von? I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm just hanging out in L.A., and uh, it definitely does not suck being here. <laughs> it's a little warmer, a little warmer climbs, huh? It's, it's a little bit, it's a little warmer, um, you know, golf, you can play golf year round. Um, the light's a little bit brighter, but it's still football at the end of the day. Okay. Well, let me hit you with the the, the burning question of, uh, did you bring your chickens with you? Did you <laughs> no, bring I didn't. I, I left them in Texas. I didn't, I didn't bring them with me. It okay. was, I mean, it was so last minute and it was so, you know, spare the moment that, um, you know, I, I had, you know, the chickens were, they were on the last, they were the last thing on my mind when I came to LA. Okay. Uh, have you, uh, then, then a follow, just a brief follow-up. Um, ha- have you named any of your chickens McVeigh or Donald? Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't. Daffer. But, you know, hopefully this, uh, this playoff run, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of chickens named after, you know, my, my teammates on this team. Okay. So how, uh, then let's get to the football. I, I had to ask about the chickens first. So, uh, <laughs> So the the football aspect of it, are you where where are you in your comfort level, your readiness uh, for a playoff run that you know what it takes to win it all through? Aaron? Um, you know, I, I'm comfortable, and um, I'm I'm comfortable in this team. You know, and um, we went to the Super Bowl in 2015, and this team has a lot of those similarities. You know, um, to be honest, this team is is probably more talented than that. Uh, that 2015 team, you know, we got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, we got uh, Leonard Leonard Floyd, you know, myself. You know, our, our offensive line on on this team is 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 definitely more experienced and more seasoned. Um, you know, we got a whole stable of running backs. We got Cooper Cup, you know, the best wide receiver in the league. This this team has um, a tremendous amount of talent. But what really what really sets what really you know, gets me going and gets me excited about this team than, you know, the 2015 team is, you know, really the way we handle adversity, um, the way we handle, you know, the odds being against us. Um, you know, these last couple of games, um, we threw, I think it was two picks. We had three turnovers in the last game. We were able to come out and win it. On um, the game before that, um, you know, we uh, threw uh, three interceptions as well. We were able to, we were able to hold the lead and, and win that as well. Then the week before that, we threw uh, two interceptions. And now you don't want to throw as many interceptions. You don't want to turn the ball over. But, you know, whatever odds are presented against this team, we we somehow find a way to overcome it. And, you know, you don't want to make it tougher than it has to be, that's for sure. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this team and the way we handle adversity. Well, I mean, you know, in terms of comparing this team to to that Super Bowl 50 team, you know, when you say this team may be talented, you know, the, you, you might you might hear from the sheriff on that one. Um <laughs> You know, you know, Peyton Manning is always going to be Peyton Manning. I, you know, that's always going to be my favorite quarterback. That's always okay. going to be uh, my favorite quarterback ever. You know, in any debate against any other Hall of Fame quarterback, I'm always ride with Peyton Manning. I'm just, uh, I'm just talking about, you know, the, the core and the foundational players. That team was talented. It, it really was talented. We won nine games within three points or less um, that season. Um, this team, you know, they're, they're um. You know, they're ready to go. You know, we got to get to the playoffs. When we get in the playoffs, we got to continue to handle adversity and somehow find a way to, to string these uh, these games together. Well, um, have you learned, Von Miller here on the Rich Eisen Show, what have you learned, if anything, about Aaron Donald that you didn't already know that you now know and can share with me and everyone else here? Um, you know, 
I've always been a fan of, of football, you know, and I've always studied the greats, you know, how and, and, and why, you know, what makes them great, you know, what, uh, you know, what, what makes, you know, Aaron Donald get, uh, you know, sack after sack, season after season. And, um, you know, it's nothing like actually being here and seeing it. You know, this guy is the same guy. You know, he has that intensity that he has on the football field, 24-7, on and off the football field. And, of course, you know, he opens up and he laughs with the guys, but you can always tell there's one thing on the line. There's one thing on his mind, and that's being great. That's one thing on his mind is, is, is making game-changing plays, you know, week in and week out. You know, I, I get to see it. I play right on the left side of him. You know, mm-hmm. I get to you know, tackle for loss. I'm, I'm thinking I'm about to make the tackle for loss, and then 99 comes out of nowhere and just engulfs the guy and – you know, um, he's just like a he's just like a great white shark and it's blood in the water, man. Any play that there is to be made from inside, outside, pass, double team, triple team slot, you know, he is he is definitely the real deal, no matter what offenses show at him, no matter what offenses throw at him. And you know, I've seen the way he practices, I've seen the way he focuses in meetings, you know, I have seen the, you know, the way, you know, his teammates, you know, respect him and you know, it's, it's very well earned and, you know, he's just a beast on and off the football field. And it's been an honor and a privilege to be his teammate. So he snagged some uh, tackles from law, for loss from you. Like you think, here we go. I mean, it, 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 the ball, it, it, it didn't come to me yet. I'm just waiting on the outside thinking I'm going to have a chance to make this play. And then you just see 99 shoot up the middle and, and just, uh, you know, dash all those hopes for me. And, you know, it's been refreshing. You know, it's, it's definitely been refreshing playing with a guy like, you know, Aaron Donald, I've, I've had some great teammates throughout my whole entire career. You know, I've had a uh, play with DeMarcus Ware, you know, Edwards Dumerville, Sean Phillips, um, Champ Bailey. You know, I, I played with so many different, you know, Hall of Fame, you know, type players. And, um, you know, I think, you know, Aaron Donald is definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. It's, it's just so refreshing, you know, having a, a D tackle, you know, for once. One of the best D tackles to ever play the game. And I get to play football with him. And um, it's, it's crazy because at the beginning of the season, you know, me and uh, Bradley Chubb, we were talking about, you know, games and football and stuff. And I was like, man, if, you know, if I could play with a guy like Aaron, this is where I was still in with the Denver Broncos. This is like during training camp. I was like, man, if I could play with a guy like, you know, Aaron Donald, or we had a guy like Aaron Donald that's just going to eat up those double teams and shoot up the field, man, we'd have 100 sacks. And, you know, it's crazy how you just speak stuff into existence. And, you know, eight weeks later, I, I get traded to Los Angeles Rams. And, you know, it hurt at first, but – um. You know, it's kind of like pulling out a splinter. You know, it, it hurts when you pull out the splinter, but, you know, every day after that, it just gets better and better, and it feels – it starts to feel good, and you start to think about the possibilities of, of playing with Aaron Donald and his team and this, this coaching staff and this offense that we have, man. And like I said before, when we when we first started this this interview, man, it, it definitely does not suck being here, and it's, a, it's an honor and a privilege being here, and I'm excited about it. Well, you kind of you kind of touched on that. So, I guess again, it, you know, you are where you are, and clearly, you you seem so happy, and you seem excited about what's going on there. But why did it have to happen? Do you think for you to be in Los Angeles from Denver? I, you know, I don't. You know, I don't know, and you know, I'm sure it's you know, I'm sure it's probably has something to do with my contract or. You know, not being able to, you know, not being in the plans for next season to sign me back or, you know, whatever, whatever reason it was. At the end of the day, you know, Denver definitely did right by me. Um, they sent me to, you know, Los Angeles Rams, one of the best teams in the, in the NFL, one of the best teams in the, in the NFC. They were going to the playoffs and they sent me to a good team to make a, a good team better. And plus, they they didn't have to do it the way they did it. You know, they paid the rest of my salary. They could have sent me off to the Jets or 
sent me off to another team that's rebuilding. You know, they could have sent me to the Jags, you know, for, you know, whatever they wanted to do. But, you know, they sat and thought about what's best for me. And I, and I, you know, they told me that, but I definitely feel that. And I definitely believe that, you know, they sent me here to the Los Angeles Rams and they paid the rest of my salary. It wasn't about money. It was just about what's good for um, the Denver Broncos and what's good for me. And, you know, I've all had the utmost respect for George Payton and, and John Elway, and um, they definitely they definitely did right by me, and I appreciate those guys. So, Avon Miller here on the Rich Eisen Show. What about the long term future of you there in Los Angeles? Have you talked about it? Do you do you want to do it? Like, what do you what do you think? <laughs> but I, you know, I still have a lot of football left. I still feel like I can still play. I still feel like I can rush. I'm still running with the young guys. Um, you know, LA it, it definitely it definitely does not suck being here. Um, you know, I've always spent a lot of time here in LA. Um, I'm very familiar with LA and you know how it is being a you know a big fish in a, in a big pond like this. You know I'm, I'm very familiar with you know how things work and how things go. And you know I would love to be here. You know I would love to. Who wouldn't want to play with Aaron Donald? You know for the rest of their career. Who wouldn't you know want to play with Jalen Ramsey and you know Matthew Stafford and all these other guys? Who wouldn't want to you know have Coach McVay you know coach him? And it's crazy. This is the first time in my whole career where I've actually been older. Than my position coach, you know, uh, that uh, Bogaris, my position coach, I'm actually a month and two days older than him. So it's a, it's a different dynamic being here. I'm the vet, and this guy kind of feels like when Demarcus came to the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Now I'm that Demarcus on this team. So you know, I, I love being in LA. I love LA, and you know, we we'll just you know have to figure everything out in the off season. You know, um, when you win Super Bowls, it, it kind of you know, everything kind of <laughs> works itself out anyway. And, you know, whatever opportunity that I can get, whatever opportunity that I'm presented with, man, you know, I, I would love to, you know, take advantage of it. So obviously you got a one more regular season game to go in which you can then make sure that you play the next week in SoFi, if not the next maybe two weeks in SoFi. Um, and who knows from there where that's where the Super Bowl is. Are you guys mm-hmm. openly discussing, hey, last year the Bucks did it. Why can't we do it? Why can't we do what the Bucks did last year, which is win in our own building? You talking about that? No, nah, we no, nah, we haven't talked about it. Of course, you know, we're you know, we we know that the, the Super Bowl is, is gonna be here and you know, we're aware of that. But right now we're just we're just about taking it one week at a time. And you know, this this team has been so even keel throughout the losses, throughout the wins. They just, you know, they're the same group of guys. We come in, do we do the same, we do the same things, the same sense of humor. Um, everybody's confident in, in what they can do. Everybody's confident in, in who they are from the players to the coaches to, you know, the media staff to the trainers. You know, everybody is just so even keel and you know, everybody expects to win and everybody's confident that we can win, that, you know, we just take it one week at a time and we just take each and every opportunity um, and we, we compartmentalize it as its own individual opportunity and we just take advantage of it, man. And it's, it's been refreshing. I mean, you do feel refreshed. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I get the sense that you're totally jacked up for this. Yeah, oh, I, I am. You know, I, I mean, you know, usually I get nervous before games. And, you know, um, when I was with Denver Broncos, I would get nervous. Not in a sense that I was afraid or anything. Like, I wasn't sure of myself. It's just I wanted to go out there and I wanted to be the best, be the best vomitor that I could possibly be. I want to go out there and make this be the best game that I ever played. And I still feel like that, but the nerves and anxiety, it kind of, it kind of subsides when I look to my right and I see Aaron Donald and I look behind me and I see 
Jalen Ramsey, and I see Leonard Floyd across, and I see Coach McVay coaching. And on the other side, you got Odell Beckham, Cooper Cup. You know, it just, it just, you know, it puts me at peace where, you know, I just got to do what I do. And the best thing that I do more than anything else in this, in this world, you know, I play golf, you know, I'm a comedian, you know, um, yeah, I got to laugh right there. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, you got a stand up act? Are, you, are we going to see you? We're going to see you, you know, maybe post COVID, knock on wood, yeah. you know, do, do a set or yeah. two here in LA on Sunset. Yeah, I mean, that'd, that'd be good, man. That'd be good, man. You know, I DJ too, and I do all of these things great. But the one thing that I do better than all of these things is rush the passer. And here with the Denver, here with the Los Angeles Rams, all I have to do is focus on rushing a passer. And it's, it's been refreshing, man. I, I love it. Vaughn, thanks for the time. Let's do it. I'd love to have you in studio because, you know, I'm L.A. based, too. You know where yeah. I am. Yeah. We had you yeah I'd on. love to come back. <laughs> yeah, we had you on with Jim Gaffigan. You could, we, you know, he that one day you wore he, – he, he, you put on this – major i mean i don't know if you have still have that necklace the bling that he put on and yeah i still you know, got it i still got all that yeah okay you still got it and then you know uh he, he could have given you tips for stand-up and everything so let's do it i could do it we could we could put it back yeah. together so rich man we, we set it up hopefully you know um you know championship right after the, we play in the, in the nfc championship man we can set something up and you know it'd be good let's do it okay thanks for the time that's von miller right here on the rich eisen show what a delight love that guy man I I I felt for him too. It I after seven years on SportsCenter, I would refer to NFL Network the first year as ESPN. Sometimes I would also I went on the air and I'm like, this is SportsCenter when it was Total Access. <laughs> Did you hear how he mentioned the AFC Championship? He had to catch himself yep. here at the Denver no, Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> I mean, you know, one way it happens. What do you think of him saying it's more talented team than uh, than 2015? Well, that one. I was not expecting him to say it, but tough to argue with him. Yeah, man. Tough to argue with him. Right, Cooper Cup is having the greatest season potentially in the history of receiving. He's on the verge of breaking two records. As we we, say, there would be no asterisk on it. Peyton Manning's a Mount Rushmore guy, but that season he was not great. Wasn't that the Osweiler coming in at one point? I think Peyton Manning only threw nine touchdowns in the regular season that year, and... Look what Matt Stafford's done this year. He's been right. awesome. So, yeah, a lot of talent on this Rams team. They are a and stacked nobody, roster. I love that story about how Aaron Donald. He thinks he's getting a tackle for loss, and then Aaron Donald swoops in and beats him to the punch. <laughs> well, How about having somebody with a nose for the ball yeah. and faster than Von Miller, who I know is now north of 30, but still. I just really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, that was fun. And maybe, hey, did you hear that? He said he's good at a lot of things. This is the best thing he's at. Is it rushing the passer? He's good at stand up. Do you think Sarah would uh, be able to? Is I, she fine with taking a Ram and say. helping out a Ram? Would she fine with that? Well, we're Rams season ticket holders. Okay. So it's all, I think it's all good. Okay. She can help hone his stand up yeah. craft. He could come over to the house. We could have a writing session. Mike, would you help him hone his uh, DJing craft or the fact that he's an extremely popular man and popularity matters when it comes to hiring? DJs, would you find him competition? Von Miller. Or he said he's potentially really good at it. What do you think? Um, Pound sand? Sorry. Pump the brakes. Don't come in your house? Talk to the hands. (laughs) Stay out of my house. That's my domain. Okay, so you would say no. Sarah's not concerned. She's she's fully confident in her abilities. All good. Oh, no, I'm confident in my abilities. I just don't want to. You want to learn. You got to. What? Pay, 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 pay to do. Pony up. Pay to man. Oh. 
Oh no, but yeah, my brother wants to learn right now, and it's like he's. You like, told Frank he's got to <laughs> he's got to pay. He got to pay. He wow. wants in, and I'm like, no. How much would you charge? Ooh, we got to talk about that. How, that's why that's, there's a microphone in front of you. What is your fee <laughs> oh, I'm, for I'm Von Miller? Start. Von I'm Miller. Not, Von Miller's got it. You know, he's got it. Like two hundred an hour. I'd take a C. I'd take a hundred an hour. Okay. So you know, to do what? To, 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 to teach. teach. I mean, we're forty. This is forty plus years of skills behind the desk. What's to teach? What? Oh, no, 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 no. What's to teach at a DJ? What's to teach? TJ. I mean, TJ was friends and saw probably the best DJ the last 25 years. DJ AM. If you watched, I got to sit in the booth with him a couple times. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the and I've told people this. By the way, I, when I ask artist. this, I don't mean I don't oh, mean no, to no, say no, that no, there's that, nothing to no, learn. No, I'm I like, what's that. to learn? It's literally the skill of what we do. Is what? Explain I, it's, it. A, it's artistry. It's that's the only way I can say it. It's an artistry to certain. To know extent. which 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 music song to play after another. It's like a coordinating an and offense blend like it together. One yeah, place yeah. sets up another. It's totally. And if you watch the guy like AM and TJ can attest to this. What like, are you laughing about, I'm, TJ? I'm just laughing at you. <laughs> no, Why? no, it's like it's hard to understand if you haven't. I mean, and I, I say this because I used to have an argument with a guy that thought they weren't artists. I'm like, you have never seen a real DJ. Yeah. too. To actually go rock a crowd from a DJ booth and do it at that level. Yeah, but it's just, isn't it the music? It's just, what do you do? It's it's the music. It's knowing when to play it. It's how you play it. What do you mean it's how you play it? You you press play. You can't just party this year that I will take you to. Not this year, sir. No, (laughs) sir. You just can't play any song. I don't need the Omicron pass for your party, sir. I forgot you want to work on something. But seriously, if you watch a DJ, they're unbelievable. And then cutting and scratching. Imagine I show I I, I call don't NFL. Say it. Don't Could you imagine say it. I call NFL don't Network saying I can't there. do that Super Bowl thing because I went to Mike Del Tufo's. I had to watch him. I had to watch him at a Mixed DJ at a Super Bowl party. Could you imagine I did something <laughs> like that? Could you imagine? Shouldn't have said it. Why? Well, he can say it because he's not ever going to do, do it. it. I'm not doing that. So you know, there's a better chance of me and you going know, like saying. going to a party. I'm so do you do you know like you have to. You know, start one song while the other one's playing, and yeah, yeah. and you got to know which and songs to play. And you know, you screwed it up when you watch people leave the dance floor. Oh yeah, that's like the that's the fear of any. So you don't ever play slow songs. No, no slow. Oh, songs. that's the end of the night. Yeah, that's you, your final song at the you, end of the you night. You have a certain time where you can. Yeah. You want an upbeat record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the As best DJ. Casey once said, "You play." You know, you, I actually taught at a school in New Jersey for a little while. We were charging. And it, don't want hard. an upbeat record. You can't record. do. You can't really teach. You just gotta learn. It's like I it's don't a know. hard thing to learn how it's to mix hard. and scratch, man. <laughs> like my brother thinks it's easy. That idiot well, thinks, just, oh yeah, I can, you you do it. You're a moron. I'm like, I'm a moron that's been doing it since like 1977 in my basement. So you just admit you're an experienced person who is but, a moron. But I am totally a moron. You know that. <laughs> I'll that. But I'm serious. It's just <laughs> that, like, oh, I'm a moron. All right. No, no, no. Experienced at this. Don't get that twisted. I'm moron number two on the phone. Yeah, I'm moron one and two. Go have a cream soda. No. Now, I mean, if anyone doesn't know, though, you. Del Tufo, uh, you know, TJ's. normally on the Friday nights, he does this music show. And my no, man, no, Mike Del Tufo, my he, kids have no, seen yeah, it. He will crush it. What, your kids watch that? I wouldn't I wouldn't no. recommend that. No, no, no. Mike I, gets a few drinks in, and then he starts. Oh. There's one time I actually had to text him, like, Mike, stop cursing so much. My daughter I don't drink anymore. <laughs> I don't drink anymore. But Mike, is, my his music show is 
Like, if oh, you sure. only know Mike, I'm just saying, for people who only know Mike from the show, it tonight, Mike? might not think no, that he's that good at it. Early game tomorrow. You Mike haven't done is this amazing. in a while, though. You haven't done uh, it. I did one in, I call, I'm like Springsteen. I do like the appearances at the Stone Ponies, what I say. <laughs> I come and appear once some, like uh, every like couple months. Yeah, okay. He'll go for, like, Rich, five to seven hours on a Friday night, and oh, Mike I've will play. I've done nine hours of everything. Music. So now we need, we need to have Von Miller here just so you can offer him your services at $100 oh. an hour and see his reaction. That'd be great. Can he teach me how to like play football? I'm Maybe so. <laughs> Mike, I assume with all your boating, you know a swim move already. So. Might be too late for you. No, right. it's too late. Let's take a break. When we come back, our, uh, there he is. There's Mike <laughs> DJ, Mikey Mikey D. DJ Mikey D with his Super Bowl 50 hat on. Just no like Serato either, Mike. Right? Very good. Right? I'll set a hat in the water. Very good. There he is. Actual records discs. there, Mikey. Very good. I like it. Um, so uh, when we come back, uh, our caller, our friend uh, Jeff from Detroit said, what's – ask me my, my – um, surprise team of the year, my pleasant surprise team of the year, and disappointing team of the year. I got them. I'm ready to do that. Next, and your calls at 844-204-RICH. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Eight four four two zero four. Rich being the number to dial. Let's take some phone calls here. Uh, let's go to Sam and I. While you're on the Rich Eisen Show, what's up, Sam? Hey, how's it going, Rich? What's going on. Hey, I'd like to talk uh, kind of about I don't know power rankings or the most dangerous teams to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like to me in the AFC, I think of course Tennessee and the Chiefs kind of separate themselves. You know, the Bengals are are dangerous and. I know England's dangerous and Buffalo's dangerous, but in the NFC, I can't quite figure out. You got number one seeds, the Packers, and you know they got the MVP there, got home field advantage, but I I can't trust them at all. For me, my NFC rankings, I got the Rams and the Cardinals one and one A. Got TJ's team number three. I think they got a lot of talent, and then wow. fourth, probably Tommy. Tommy boy, and then fifth, I, I got to put Packers fifth. Oh, my gosh. You do realize the Packers beat both the Rams and the Cardinals, right? You're aware of that, right? I, I do understand that. Okay. I, I, 
I don't. I think that Packers don't have as much talent on their whole team as like I think the Rams are complete. I think the Cardinals are complete. I think the Cowboys are complete. I'm not. I think the Packers stayed by with their MVP. <sighs> so I I just can't trust them. Okay, Sam. I mean, I know they got the advantage with the uh, home field advantage, you know, Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra, but yeah, they do. I just can't trust them against those other great teams. Appreciate the caller, Sam in Iowa, who takes the approach that Warren Sapp had yesterday, which is that Brady and the Bucks are going to put up thirty a game. You got to beat thirty. You got to score thirty a game to beat the Bucks in the playoffs, and that. Baker Mayfield with four interceptions had a chance to beat the Packers at home, and Tyler Huntley had a chance to beat the Packers on his home. And Packers are the best team in the NFL, folks. They're the team that's playing the most consistently. They're the team that's playing, you know, I, I don't know, will Mason Crosby miss some crucial kicks? Maybe. Seems like he has those uh, he, he has figured those out. I mean, he hasn't missed one in a while. Just the way that the Bucks are hurt. And the way that the Packers are playing. I told you to prevent me from getting off of the Bucks to win the Super Bowl in my final mulligan of the year that Game Day Morning is going to give us on our wild card weekend show. Uh, I, you know, You're not going to move, are you? I, I, I'm thinking about it. You're going to go Green Bay and who? I, I, I need to just think about that a little bit more. I might stick with Kansas City. So our caller, Jeff in Detroit, asked us an excellent question here. Uh, most surprising team of 2021 and pleasantly, most disappointing team. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprising yeah. team of 2021. Uh, Del Tufo, give me some uh, NFL Thumbs music. I've thought about it. I've ruminated on it for an hour. By the way, I can ruminate and host at the same time. <laughs> I don't know which one is the, the walking and which one is the chewing gum, but uh, I can do both. I'm uh, multifaceted. There you go. Okay. So I'll start with the positive first, right? Do it. Okay. Pleasantly surprised, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow blew his knee out. Don't forget, Jamar Chase being added was controversial because (laughs) why wouldn't you want to get offensive line protection for your all-world first round first overall drafted quarterback coming off of a knee injury? Why would you give him... Somebody running downfield as an offensive weapon when he's on his ass and he can't throw it to that guy. Well, we found out, and the Bengals went for Jamar Chase, and that was as Brent Musburger might say, jackpot, baby. And defensively, they are playing well. They got that kid McPherson in the draft, too, who's been kicking lights out. You know? Um, They're a dangerous team. They're a dangerous team. Right now, the Colts would be going there. And if you want to, you know, shut down Jonathan Taylor in the playoffs and take your take your Joe Burrow versus Carson Wentz chances, I'd do that. I'd do that. Obviously, you got to shut down Jonathan Taylor. But just this year alone, again, how's Burrow going to look? What they do with Chase? How's the defense going to come around? Is Zach Taylor really the right guy? Can they win the division with the Ravens and the Steelers and the Browns doing what they did last year? The answer is... Yes, 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 yes. Pleasant surprise. I am surprised by it. Because they could wind up as a two-seed by uh, the end of the weekend. Because they just beat the Chiefs. And they just spanked the Ravens. And they just spanked the Steelers. And they're, you know, they're a tough team. Most disappointing on the other side. 
Most disappointing on the other side. Who can it possibly be? You know who it is. Um, I don't know who that might be, but I'll just go straight out and say it's the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. Come on, man. This is a perennial division-winning team. This is a perennial stout team. This has been Russ and Pete forever. Ever since they drafted Russ out of college and he was the perfect extension of Pete Carroll's always compete mantra because Pete will always give you a chance if you compete and that's what Russ did and that's what Russ has been doing and all off season long we were like how's it going to play out there because it might affect the future and what a total disappointment first losing season together for the two of them and this thing was already as in the losing season category a couple of weeks ago. Offensively, DK Metcalf up until the last game of the year. I know he had all those touchdowns. I can't believe he had 12 touchdowns on the year. The running game has been banged up. The offensive line has been banged up. Everybody's got injuries, but this one has just been totally disappointing. Who was your disappointment of the year? Well, it's a toss-up between the Browns and the Jaguars. You know, you could make the case for those, but Seattle, to me, I thought they would be they would be in the division mix and in the conference mix, and they have been in the in uh, the mix that I've never seen them in with Russ and Pete together. AJ Dillon, the Packers, and more of your calls in hour number three.